Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Ralph Morrow Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Yukon Cornelius, Joey Devine, Coach Comet, Hermie the Misfit Elf who wants to be a dentist. Snowman, a cowboy who rides an ostrich, Santa Claus, special guest Caitlin Gill, Patreons Mike Burkett. Thank you, Mike. Robert Sanford. Thank you, Robert. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, the ghost of Don Pardo forgot to have a musical guest, so we are music-free oh, this episode. musical ep- guest is Burl Ives! <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> um, that voice you're hearing right now is, of course, the ghost of Don Pardo, but the voice uh, you're going to be hearing belongs to two people. Uh, my friend and yours, America's Uncle Dad, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you, Joey. And the other voice you're going to be hearing is everyone's favorite comedian slash t-shirt maker Mm -hmm. uh, from uh, Sarah Schaefer's podcast, which I can't think of the name of right now because I am a- Schaefer Shakedown. Yeah, there we go. That's Caitlin Gill. 
here to do our annual Christmas tradition, which is, Caitlin, do you want to explain what our annual Christmas tradition is? I don't know anything about basketball. I know Mm -hmm. less this year than I have in any previous year. Uh, So I've managed to reach a level of of lack of understanding about basketball that represents your family members at home. Um, And Mm -hmm. I imagine that you would like to watch basketball on Christmas, um, but I would have no idea who who is doing what or why. Um, And could I, I, I think that guiding someone like me through the experience of a Christmas game could be useful to you, the listener around your own Christmas family Mm -hmm. coffee table. Um, Cause I understand that it is exciting and I'm sure there is a lot happening, but I don't know any of it. Yeah. I I, I know a lot about screen printing. (laughs) (laughs) I know too much about that. Uh, Yeah. I couldn't I have said it better. I, oh. In last year, I what, don't know anything about basketball. What did? Why did you learn so much about space last year? Oh, so the <laughs> other thing I did was move to the desert uh-huh. onto five acres and start doing astronomy tours. So mm-hmm. I talk about space for hours at a time to strangers out on, in the desert with telescopes and stuff. Yeah, you're um, now Neil deGrasse Tyson. You're like, yeah. um, actually, Black Panther, there would be no Wakanda because Wakanda is not a country. <laughs> yeah, she, d- Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> well, Caitlin, this is great because uh, Christmas try. Christmas Day in the NBA, it's all about stars. So, oh, oh, in a way, yeah. Tell me about the stars. Constellation. If of I can NBA think talent. of any spacey analogs if i can if i can think of an object star or story that i remember that is spacey that that feels like i'm hearing it again with these basketball stars okay, so, we, like, so this will be the last episode of round ball rock i can't host it with someone who makes that joke um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, quick announcement. I'm leaving the show. Sean, what were you going to ask me? I was, I was, I'm going to bring you for Christmas. I know. Uh, I was thinking that um, you and I need to decide on a constellation for each team that's playing. That would involve me remembering any constellation. That's all right. I, other oh, I got, than I, the I got you there. Okay. I, you yeah. know, I can't say I've seen all 88, certainly, but I do know a bunch of them. So we'll see if okay. I can think of anybody. Yeah. Well, um, okay. Okay. But it's, it's not a constellation, can... but I will be declaring all games Beetle Goose. Oh. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Red Giant's about to explode. Me. <laughs> they could be gone already. We wouldn't know. We have to look now. So before we get into our games and our Christmas extravaganza, I'd like to ask first off, um, Sean, what would you like for Christmas? Oh, um, you know, peace and love, peace and love. Mm -hmm. You'd Uh, like people to stop sending things for you to sign. I need to stop sending things to sign. God damn it. Um, (laughs) Like, like, do I have an NBA? I have an, I have a couple of NBA wishes, Joey. Mm. Well, we'll get to those later. Um, Before before I do that, I have to play this now. This is a serious message to everybody watching my update right now. Peace and love. Peace and love. I want to tell you, please, after the 20th of October, do not send fan mail to any address that you have. Nothing will be signed after the 20th of October. If that has a date on the envelope, it's going to be tossed. 
I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. So no more fan mail. Thank you, thank you. And no objects to be signed. Nothing. Uh, anyway, peace and love, peace and love. Peace and love, peace and love. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. War is over. Caitlin! Joey, did you know that Bob Dylan had the uh, got in trouble for that? What do you mean he got in trouble for it? Well, he also stopped signing things, but he kept selling signed things. Oh, that, good for uh, Bob. He just had like a computer do it for him or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, is that wrong, man? Oh, you know, the witchy woman down the hall uh, told me that uh, she don't play that game. She's not here to play ball. That was um, his response, something like that. Friend of a friend of the podcast, Meryl Marco, uh, lives next door to Bob Dylan. And he puts up like a very extravagant Christmas uh, decoration outside his Malibu mansion every year. It's cool. extravagant. It sort of looks like when those <laughs> scientists gave drugs, drugs to spiders. And yeah, them yeah. Webs. <laughs> I mean, they're I extravagant the if you're like Simpsons. a. <laughs> they're extravagant Sorry, if you're like a ninety-year-old Bob Dylan. Um, I suppose. <laughs> um, Caitlin, what would you like for Christmas? Oh man, I should. I knew that you were going to ask me, and I still thought of nothing. I am impressed <laughs> at my total lack of responsibility as a podcast guest. I had a clear role here. I got queued up. I meant to be prepared at this point. And no, I all of my answers are like horribly practical. Like I want Santa to make one of the two riding mowers on my property work. That'd be great. Uh, that'd be awesome. I would like Santa's elves to take down the rusty mattress fence. I wish I could more clearly explain what that is, but what you're picturing is probably close mm -hmm. to right. Okay. Add a detail okay. that those mattresses came from a veteran's hospital should add a nice cherry to whatever Sunday. Wow. You're okay. Um, so uh... I, most of my two, two thirds of where I live is absolutely gorgeous desert, and one third, if I was clever, I'd rent it out as a location for a horror movie before I do all the demo. But yeah. honestly, I wouldn't want to pay for the insurance. So, so it's like it's uh, it's deterring invaders with Legionnaires' disease, not so much really like a physical right border. In. Yeah, there's the whole thing where like any cuts here would result in a necessary trip to ERs, which asks for ID, which is a nice deterrent, just automatically. Um, and it's the desert. We're not trying to be flashy. I'm just trying to not be filthy. You mm -hmm. try to find the line right, right in between. But yeah, a lot of cargo pants in my life. I would like Duluth Trading Company to make more pants than 35-inch inseams. How's that? Is that a great? That's a, no, that's, that's a, a really good one. Okay, that's great. a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joey, I, I got you, I think, maybe the stupidest gift I've ever gotten you. Oh, that's... Yeah, it's also at Christmas. I just, yeah, it was an impulse buy, buddy. We don't usually exchange Christmas gifts. No, I w in fact, I just uh felt immediate shame that I'd gotten you nothing. Uh, love, you, love you, how my brain works. Yeah, you, uh, you have gotten me a present more recently than I've given you a present, <laughs> so it's okay. Um, it's not a, yeah, <laughs> um. I should say, again, also, before we get into what we're going to get into here, uh, we do have a little bit of news. It's not really news, but, you know, I'm calling it news. Here's the drop. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Um, so Caitlin and Sean, mm -hmm. 
Um, Caitlin, we've talked about these guys on the podcast with you before, I believe, but there are two giant twins that went to right. Stanford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're uh, in Disney? They're, yeah, they're gigantic yeah. Okay. nerds. Um, One of and, them has a house on the property of Disney World, yes. Yeah. Well, last night, uh, one of them was mic'd up while they played each other during mm-hmm. the game. How'd and, that go? Uh, well, There's, you're about yeah. to hear. Um, yeah, so, so, Caleb, one twin has always had very short hair, and he's still a pretty elite basketball player in his <laughs> 13th season. The brother has sideshow Bob hair, mm-hmm. is a defensive okay. specialist, and did not play a minute. Uh, did not play a second of this game last night. However, he who, was which mic'd one was up. mic'd up? The, the, okay. the one Robin, not playing. Robin was mic'd up. The yeah, one the who was Sideshow one Bob one. Yeah, yeah. Sideshow Bob is who is one minute younger than Brooke. Uh, we should also say because Caitlin <laughs> is a gi- a massive Simpsons fan. Oh yes, um, that when Sideshow Bob slash Robin. Uh, he his first ever interview as a rookie for the Phoenix Suns uh, after a game. They asked him what he was going to do after the game, and he dead seriously looked into the camera and said, "I I am going to kill Bart Simpson." Um, <laughs> I mean, if you have the moment, seize it. That yeah, is a, yeah, yeah. You don't uh, let that pass you by. That constellation would be Gemini, I yeah. believe. <laughs> yeah, I think pretty clearly we've got a Castor Pollock situation okay. going See, here. We're, is we're it maybe accurate learning. that like half the time they really like to be together, and maybe it's best that half the time they're apart? Does that sound right? Yes. For these yeah, no, yeah. that is okay, absolutely good, 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 good. They, they like collaborate, and when they were both at Stanford, the coaches um, would not let them practice against each other because they would basically just roughhouse they and would never just call fight. fouls yeah. and that's, so it was like this is not helping anyone not, you're pu- you're punching not. each other in the ribs also that's, when they when, when they both played in new york they couldn't live together because their cats don't get get along yes uh prince edward zephyr i don't know is robin's cat relationship i can see that as being a valid reason to have trouble with cohabitation yeah, yeah i would put that on the list of possible actual problems i'm going to say that's that's yeah. anyway so We're robin with a different yeah. brother just to rub it in <laughs> um anyway robin lopez was mic'd up last night while brooke was busy playing a basketball game and at one point brooke drew a foul by uh sort of embellishing the foul and this is what Robin said to the referee. He's an actor. I know. He was in West Side Story. What? He was Officer Crafty. That's right. He's an actor. I know. He was in West Side Story. He played Officer Krupke. That is what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the other- I'm going to say, I, I would not have... It's not what I would have guessed. If you had given me a multiple choice, like list of like, what do you think he said? What do you uh-huh. think Robin Lopez said while being mic'd up watching his brother play? If you gave me that as a possible response, mm-hmm. wouldn't guess it. No. I'm it, missing that question. I don't think anyone's mentioned Officer Krupke during an it NBA wasn't common knowledge. before. This no. isn't just me learning this for the first time. This is every no, NBA. This is yeah. every person learn this for the first time. How exciting. What a how if fun to be part of the of the cresting news. The other thing, yeah, the other thing he did that was pretty entertaining is the the NBA has a replay center in Secaucus, New Jersey, where they review foul calls. Mm -hmm. And so while (laughs) the referees, somebody somebody reviewed a a coach challenged a foul call. And while the refs were watching the replay, 
Robin was just walking around behind them going, don't they have people in New Jersey to do this? And was like trying to enlist players on the other team to help his protest. And finally he just yelled, what's going on in Hoboken? Um, And I think that's also the first time anyone's yelled that on a basketball mm -hmm. telecast. Um, But the reason I put this in the news category is, look, uh, there are a lot of people uh, who listen to our show who are in their mid to late 30s, just like the Lopez twins, uh, who possibly grew up in Modesto. And so I'm making a call to our, uh, or Fresno, they're from Fresno. Um, I have a, I'm making a call to all of our listeners. If you saw Brooke Lopez play Officer Krupke in a play, we would like to hear from you. Please call Hi, us I- on the phone and give us a review. Um, the number is in the description of this episode. I would also like to add, if you went to Stanford University and you saw Gaieties, uh, mm-hmm. which both the Lopez twins were in, please share your thoughts. Yep. Uh, no shade. I'm going to say, yeah, that is a logical multi-talent. Yeah. Let's not knock those who can actually perform oh, the music. That's physical. No, not That's at a- all. I want to see us. I wish I saw a seven-foot Officer Krupke with that voice. Uh-huh. I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, you sure but the body, the voice, the control. I'm saying I, a lot, a lot, a lot working for him on the stage. Yeah, I don't want to crush his dreams. No, These we're not. Seem to be tender, yeah. and they seem to have a lot of dreams. And I don't, yeah. I don't want to be part of crushing them. Anyway, please call us on the phone and tell us if you saw a six foot eleven officer Krupke perform in West Side Story. That's all we want. Um, mm-hmm. That's all I want for Christmas is someone to review <laughs> high school Brooke Lopez's performance as Officer Krupke. Um, all right, Sean, do you want to take us to what we're doing today? Yeah, we're going to explain it, but yeah. explain it again. Just... So we're going to go through the Christmas games. The NBA has its traditional uh, Christmas Day marathon. Uh, so. You know, sometimes you have maybe you don't want to spend that much time with your family. Maybe you just want to watch some basketball. Maybe you're trying to relate to your family that is watching NBA basketball. Mm -hmm. This is your guide. Now, there's a little bit of a difference this year because of the nature of Christmas falling on a Sunday. Yeah. And what's happening is. So actually, let's get let's make Caitlin guess. Caitlin, what would be different? Yeah, you said this. that like it was significant, and yeah. I can't really. I don't. I don't actually know why. Is that a day when basketball is normally happening? Should I know that? Is the that basketball is played basketball on a day? Sunday normally? Okay. Yeah, but okay. there's another not sport. in Utah, but yes, there's another oh, sport that right. plays all their games on Sundays. <laughs> That's quite. But <laughs> you know this this happens. Yeah. <laughs> so this 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 happens like. It's not that unusual. But yeah, again, space happens. stuff. It's pretty regular. It, it actually yeah, happens yeah. like kind of like clockwork, almost yeah. like a <laughs> tight orbit controls it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they um, they normally just move all their games to Saturday. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. But this and year, games. sure. But this, so this year, year, the NFL was like, "Fuck the NBA. We're sticking <laughs> on Sunday." Well, they they're still playing many games on Christmas Eve. And the Thursday before Christmas, I think they might even have a Friday night game. Um, mm-hmm. They probably don't have a Friday night game, but maybe. Uh, anyway, they um, 
they're playing three games on Christmas Day, and it seems like they're intentionally coming for the NBA's corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is hmm. like Starbucks opening across the street from a beloved local. It's kind of like the plot. Of it's got kind of mail. like Starbucks opening across from another Starbucks. Yeah, it's yeah. really not. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I guess if Meg Ryan's um, bookstore in You've Got Mail was also like a Borders megastore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then like Roger Goodell was sexting Adam Silver in a weird way. The whole final third of You've Got Mail is a horror movie, basically. Mm-hmm. That's disguised <laughs> as a rom-com. A guy pretending he doesn't know a woman. And, and anyway, it's a weird movie. A testament to Tom Hanks' acting. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I would actually say this is like if a Starbucks opened across the street from a dumb Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, okay. that's yeah, 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 yeah. Like a culty favorite kind and, of. Well, like, no, well, did I Google second most popular coffee chain and find out it was Dunkin' Donuts? Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's Nike and Reebok. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so what the NBA did, the NFL, um, what they ended up doing was just guessing wrong about their teams because, okay, so the games they have, uh, it's Packers, Dolphins, Broncos, Rams, and Bucks, Cardinals. Now, the first game features uh, Shailene Woodley's uh, ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. the oh, right. ayahuasca enthusiast, pro he's ayahuasca, anti-vaccination. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's troubled. Yeah, you're correct. Um, Aaron Rodgers, and yeah. that's like, that's like, well, that's an exciting game, and he's in Miami. It's kind of fun to see like someone in a Hawaiian shirt and a Santa hat. Although I believe Miami is going to be very cold this year. Um, but hey, now there are a lot of ways, if you're a professional athlete to find your way into my like public consciousness, but right. uh, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> has found all the worst possible paths <laughs> to me finding out about who he is. Yeah. So. Not getting that jeopardy hosting gig really, uh, really drove him to a dark place. It seems yeah. like. I guess so. Yeah. Really yeah. harmed a lot of people. That was a contentious spot in, in, in Hollywood lore. Yeah. Really rough. Yeah. And also, I mean, it was bad for Shailene Woodley. For it. <laughs> Also, like, there were a lot of... I suppose, yes. You know what else is bad for Shailene Woodley? Cooking food. Yeah, uh, isn't just, isn't she a raw food freak? Anyway, she also likes keep to going. eat clay. She likes, yeah, to, she eat likes clay. to eat clay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think they're doing a third season of Big Little Lies either, mm-hmm. Joey. Are they going to make more divergence? Well, She's I a divergent, right? <laughs> divergent, uh, convergent, Mary Steenburgent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all of those, all of those. Uh, yeah, that's right. We know who uh, uh, Shailene Woodley is. He's an actor. I know. He was in West Side Story. What? He was Officer Cruffy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, that game is less appealing because Aaron Rodgers is now somewhat loathed. Uh, um, and his team is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second team is uh, he looks Denver... like he's held together with wood glue. Like, is he his physically? Is he okay? No, I know we're here no, to talk about no, basketball, he's... but like, he can't be no, that he's... good at this anymore, right? This is a hard game where you have to like run and stuff. It looks his... like he would break apart on going up a flight of stairs. I think we his sh- body kind of is falling apart. We uh, should also explain that the coach of the Miami Dolphins is the bane of my own personal existence mm-hmm, because he yeah. looks like me and is funny. Um, yeah, kind of sounds like me too. <laughs> he kind of sounds like you. He has, yeah. like, he, 
he looks he looks less like you this year yes, than he did last year when he was a 49ers yeah. assistant but like even the way he dressed was not uh-huh. unlike Joey yeah. and uh the most amazing thing like he looks I mean, he doesn't look that much like Joey, but he looks more like Joey than anyone else involved in professional sports. Yeah, for sure. Um, and we share an interesting burden looking like someone familiar. Um, <laughs> Joey, I can tell you it's a difficult cross. Uh, I've learned a lot looking not like Carrie Kinney Silver, but looking like Trudy Weigel. Uh, yeah. when you oh. look like an, not an actress, but uh, specifically a character an actress has played. And that actress is beautiful. And the character that yeah. she played mm-hmm. is uh, Trudy Weigel. It is yeah. a very, <laughs> it's a road. It's long yeah. and you have to walk it. That's so a rough one. this man that is apparently, uh, the, I, I had to see like the first copy. It's like weird. Did, mm-hmm. the, did the mold break before it got to me? Yeah. Uh, and then and when he's he, uh, funny. That's the other annoying. That's rude. Thing. Yeah, he's funny. He like actually is funny. His like coach, whole so thing he's... is he's like, oh, I'm goofy. <laughs> yeah, it's like self. It's probably self-de- belies something. There's not a lot of Joey. like self-deprecating NFL coaches. Mm-hmm. Because those like usually don't mix. Uh, okay, so the uh, the second game is the Denver Broncos and the I'm Los Angeles Rams. Joey. So the the Rams <laughs> won the Super Bowl last year. And uh, their oh, quarterback right. was in AT&T commercials. He acted against the famous Lily and the Broncos traded for superstar quarterback and Ciara's husband, uh, Russell Wilson. Right. Um, but I, uh, so I'm, I'm in to a Seahawks family. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So nine years deep in Seahawks allegiance on the uh, big air quotes. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Side. So, yes, I've heard much of this. It's my yell. Yeah, and and he has been. I don't know if you've been up on this. He has been terrible in Denver mm. to the point where he misses those kids in that hospital. Yeah, and he um he has very similar kind of like he has sort of like the Jesusy versions of the Aaron Rodgers beliefs, where he was like selling a special water that was supposed to help you with concussions. Mm -hmm. Um, He thought that, you know, Jesus Christ made the Minnesota Vikings miss a field goal, but also a lot of improbable things happened to him. So at at a certain point, you're like, maybe, maybe Jesus was pulling for Russell Wilson. Well, he has withdrawn his support this year in Denver. Uh, The Rams are terrible. Uh, uh, no, Jesus has withdrawn his support. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so both these teams uh, traded a lot of uh, picks, like future draft picks, for their quarterbacks to go over the top. And both of them have been so terrible this year that the teams they traded with are going to be picking uh, in the top five of the draft. The reverse of Brilliant what strategy. they really thought. Ah. Was going to so this game is going to be terrible, and uh, the Rams quarterback is also hurt. And then the final quarterback, uh, the fi- final matchup is uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady's team. Right. And, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Cardinals' star quarterback is also out for the year, and Tom Brady has been devastated by his divorce. Uh, yeah, his- he also seems like he's maybe not in a great place. He's, he's very old at this point. This yes. is year... 23 i mean i guess he didn't really play his first year but okay it's year 22 um it's it's been a bummer there too and he he seems like he really regrets not just uh quitting 
Mm-hmm. Dad, you don't have to do this anymore. Sir, you've given enough. You can. It's okay. He does it's have okay to do if it you though. Stop now. He does yeah. have Why? to do it though because his uh, his brain he lost is injured. a lot of. Well, also, <laughs> also he uh, he and his wife went very very hard on. Uh, he was a spawn. He was a FT, FTX spokesman, mm-hmm. and all these guys got paid in um, garbage fake money. But mm-hmm. Tom Brady also shifted a lot of real American money into uh, fake, fake like ape money. And so uh, he's taking a gigantic financial bath yeah. right now. So he actually might be so leveraged that he has to continue playing football. Which Oh, my God. Um, for the listeners, while Caitlin was listening funny. to that, I sent her a picture of Mike McDaniel, the coach of the uh, the. Uh, he looks like you, Jamie Dolphin. That guy looks kind of. He looks like you. Yeah. 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 I get, also, I get it. everybody found out when he got hired as a pick. Uh, sorry, as a coach, everybody in the league found out he was actually biracial, which mm-hmm. no one realized. Yeah. Which um, Joey, I do not believe you're biracial. I am not biracial. No. Okay. Um, no, I would say that that is a pretty key difference. I, yeah. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so let's move on to the NBA games. Basically, I feel like people will still, this will still take a hit on the NBA, but uh, all of these uh, NFL games are both they're bad. inconsequential. They're bad and yeah, they're just bad. Okay, so we're leading off. Traditionally, this is a, a spot for the first game. 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. The Philadelphia 76ers are playing the New York Knicks. This is almost always the location of the first game of the day Mm -hmm. because it's always an msg the garden and i think you can just get new a lot of new yorkers to come to a basketball game at noon on christmas like Mm -hmm. that's a big part of it like other cities that's maybe a little early like uh it interferes with church if it was in indiana but uh yeah (laughs) and unusually this year the new york knicks are not terrible they're good actually yeah they're fact. they're in fact good um and uh they and then the 76ers are also good mm-hmm. so oh. this is this is uh usually the the Knicks, this is usually a bad game but this it's year it's that, a good game it's one you yeah, can kind of half watch while you're making a right. coffee cake mm-hmm. uh or something oh your coffee cake should be done the day before sure. yeah i guess i guess that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. I am always making it on Christmas morning, and there's no reason like it couldn't just be ready to go. Now, um, what I would like to do for Caitlin here, please, is I would like to just name some names of people that are on the New York Knicks because it's a it's just a list of names that is worth hearing. I feel yeah. like exciting. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll start off with, I'm going to do them in the number of their jersey, in fact. So, okay, okay, um, great. I like this. We have a man named Cam Reddish. No, um, you don't. Yes, we do. Oh, and if you think that one's that weird. where you're going to tell me not names? No, right. these are all real people, okay. I promise. Uh-huh. All right, then we have Cam a man Reddish. named Obadiah Toppin. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it. Yeah. Oh, it's. Anyway. I mean, that is that is like a preacher who like uh, turns abolitionist murderer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a preacher's kid twice over. I got off light with Caitlin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then there's a man named Deuce McBride. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
Great. Uh-huh. And this uh, isn't, it's not like the game starts where he like wanders in to fix the stadium and then <laughs> it takes a different direction. Okay. He is, he is not, he is not a character that Brian Bosworth is playing in a straight to video movie in 1989 either. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we have a man named Emmanuel Quickly. Mm-hmm. That's Emmanuel with an I. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How about quickly? How many mm-hmm. eyes? Where do we got some eyes in quickly? Or uh, where we expect? Or yeah. is there a rogue one? A, a rogue one? Yeah, I mean, Emmanuel in there too. It's a better. Ba- I don't a, know why Emmanuel isn't a quick name to me. Yeah, I'm just no, having trouble not. bringing those together. It's quickly a slow has an name to e say between the L and the Y too. Yeah. So actually, they've made quickly longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have cool. a man named Quentin. I, I dig it. <laughs> we have a man named Quentin Grimes. Okay. Mm-hmm. He actually kind of plays like a you know Quentin what? Grimes, wouldn't you yeah. say? Like yes, absolutely. It sounds like there's somebody, like Quentin Grimes is like, that is a protagonist in like a CIA spy novel mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Quentin He's Grimes like the gray man. Out of Bankers yeah. and simply disappears. <laughs> Quentin Grimes, the man you've never seen, but yet he's every man you've ever seen before. There's something totally visible and yet invisible about that name. Powerful, uh, powerful name. Now I would say uh, the most Canadian man in the NBA also has <gasps> the most Canadian name, R.J. Barrett. Mm, like if RJ someone told Barrett. me that, if someone told me that was a chain of poutine restaurants throughout Ontario, like oh. yeah, we're going to R.J. Barrett's. Mm-hmm. Man, I think it's that like red silver truck with the square lights, right? Uh-huh. And he's got mm-hmm. the long hair, and there's one extra piece of denim on the, and he's leaning against it, and there's like the can, the, the can is like silvery and like colorful, the, the light beer can. Yeah, I see it all. Mm-hmm. It's right. I'm specifically picturing Zach Rastauer from the movie Final Sacrifice. I went to. <laughs> Place, but uh then we have a man named Jalen Brunson. Mm, nope, those are two people whose names divided and then connected. Yeah. Those are names. <laughs> uh, then we fusion. Then yeah, we have Jay- a Jason fr- Brunlet. <laughs> then we have a French man whose name is actually a dirty word that you that he recommends not googling. Evan Fournier. Is that like it's some kind of Logic gross thing. English. I've never Googled uh, like it. It's, a, it's an infection of uh, the scrotum. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I was right. going to say, you yeah. haven't Googled it. Like, I'm Googling it now, but Sean, you've determined that it is <laughs> Yeah, I, I just did. I wanted to okay, save you the time. Great. Yeah. Thank uh, you very much. He yeah. literally tells people not to Google his name, though. Um, I get that. Then, I, honestly, sure. Then we have uh, one of my favorite NBA names, Svi Mikhailuk. Mm-hmm. And Steve this, guy, mm-hmm. he is, uh, he is a three point shooting specialist. He is, he has really short arms for an NBA player. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he graduated college at 19. Mm-hmm. He enrolled at Kansas University and was sort of on the basketball team. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he got drafted after four years in college. And people were like, yeah, he's like 22 years old. Right. I was like, no, he was 19. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, sure. I, it, and yes, wait, his first name is spelled S V I. Svi. What is it again? Mikhailuk. Svi Mikhailuk. I can say it and yet I cannot remember it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's impossible to remember the spelling. 
As soon as you say it. I have a lot of anxiety about this uh, because names I've known I can remember for some reason star, star names are easy, mm-hmm. but I will have trouble saying people's names correctly, even though they say them properly to my right in front of mm-hmm. my face and I can see their mouths and hear their words. And then what I try to say is not that it's not the mm-hmm. thing that they said to me and it's their name. And it's a ter- it's a, a it's, so a name like Snee. I'm so I'm sweating a little. I'm like sweating. Mm-hmm. I'm sweating about <laughs> it. That like inter- I would. And that's mine. That's not on Snee. And I'm mm-hmm. still I'm not confident at all that that's the name that you said. But so so ooh, if I'm picking a nervous, constellation for these. Nervous. Yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm even there. done naming names, Sean. We oh, got some oh, weird I'm names I'm sorry. still. I'm sorry. I, uh, then we have, uh, I would say, uh, I would describe both of these names as like names of cops on television shows. Uh, and I'll pair them together. There's Mitchell Robinson and then Julius Randall. Uh, okay. But now. Yeah, I would watch a buddy, buddy yeah. comedy about those two. Sure. Uh-huh. Sure. Then we have a man named Jericho Sims. Mm, nope, that's again in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> We're that. Uh, and then finally, the other name, the name I really want you to hear. The man's name is Isaiah Hartenstein. Yeah. No, now- again, that's so normal. Somebody <laughs> went to school with Isaiah Hartenstein, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Somebody uh-huh. is like, oh, from summer camp. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that tracks. <laughs> For some reason, that's a name. That's uh, solidly yeah. a name. <laughs> I like it. That's a good. That's a name. Uh, okay. Anyway, the Knicks, I would say, are this year's all name team for the yeah, NBA. I think, that, I think yeah. that's true. I'm gonna uh, go with in space. Those are Messier optics. Like <laughs> I, they all have a number designation that I would remember more easily than their name, which yeah. is rude. I shouldn't know you by your jersey number, but. You're M31 to me. I'm so sorry. You're M81 to me. That's just how it's going to be because your Andromeda Galaxy and Bodes, respectively, doesn't mean I can remember that all the time. And yes, I am fairly confident that that's what they are, but don't Google them, please. I think it's M31 and then M32 is the little one right next to it. And then Triangulum, I think, might be there. I don't remember. All right. Yeah. I think this team might be the Constellation Sagittarius mm-hmm. as well. Oh really? They're like the cent. They have the center of our galaxy. They're like a, they're they're full of star forming regions. Are they like birthing brand new stars? Well, well like New York like sort of is that way. Yeah. Okay. Like, like the team does not necessarily generate that many stars, but a lot of stars end up there at some point in their star life well, cycle. And I would say a big moment for every NBA star is they have some giant game at Madison Square Garden against sure, okay. the Knicks. Right, right, right. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a benchmark for like so this MSG guy is, is going to be Sagittarius famous. So MSG is our Sagittarius A star. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And the okay. and the team and the fans like the Knicks, but also seem like they generally just appreciate like basketball basketball yeah. players. So um, they like they like always sell out no matter how terrible the team is mm-hmm. because guys <laughs> just want to see basketball. Right. Yeah. Um, um, we should probably talk a little bit about the Sixers. Um, so the, yeah, so the Sixers have two stars. They have Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's not the biggest star in the NBA, but he's the biggest star in the NBA. He is. Oh, okay, right. Uh huh. Okay, so Vega is bright and close to us, twenty five light years away. Deneb mm-hmm. doesn't look as bright. Deneb's yeah. fourteen hundred light years away. It's the biggest star we know about. Go I got you. I got okay. you. Look at okay. your summer triangles still in your western skies right now, right up yeah. to sunset. It's going to be beautiful. 
And then their other their other star is uh, James Harden. This is a difficult game. He is the only NBA star, I believe, who um, had his jersey retired by a strip club. Sick. A strip club in Houston, like, put up his jersey in the raft. Is that also like, like, please leave? Is that also like, you are retired? No, no, no. It's because it he like, got traded. Also, please get out. It, okay, no, well, it's because in. he got okay, traded away from Houston, and he'd given oh, the strippers right, right. so much money. He's like a really good tipper. Um, <laughs> he also uh, famously uh, at. Are you familiar with the baby? That to me makes you golden. Mm-hmm. Of in concept, yes. Although I so, should be more familiar with the I art mean, of the baby. Yeah, it's fine. So uh, but during his- COVID, <laughs> James Harden took a picture of himself wearing a COVID mask that had uh, like a scary, a spooky skeleton on it. And then everyone was like, this is a this is a Blue Lives Matter mask this guy's uh-huh. wearing. Uh-huh. But then the uh-huh. baby said... James Harden doesn't even know what Blue Lives Matter is. He does not have the internet. <laughs> yeah, like he he it's it is believable. He just thought he it does. was a cool skeleton. Yeah, like he is maybe he might. I don't know. He's like, yeah, he thought it was a cool skeleton. Also, for the baby's birthday party, which James Harden also attended during COVID, mm. uh, he just handed him five hundred thousand dollars in cash. Yeah, as a birthday oh. present. Yeah, <laughs> I do realize that I uh, I am aware of the baby in some ways, but it's mainly because I'm a really big Lil Nas X fan. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. as a uh, as a avid, you know, yeah, good, good. I feel feel better, buddy. It seems like you're sad. Where could people possibly purchase a Lil Nas X? Uh, oh, if you want a shirt that says yeah. that you love Lil Nas X, then you vote. You can go to guaranteeshirts.com and acquire it, along with a number of other garments that I c- custom make for you with my hands. Uh, your yeah. internet went Objects, slowed it down. Was very rude. Your, your internet <laughs> slowed exciting. down when you were plugging the website. Say it again, Katie. That's how bad self-promotion I am. Guaranteeshirts.com. <laughs> Guaranteeshirts.com. Is that mm-hmm. I guarantee you shirts. Get it, Joe. Yeah. It's a nice pun. Where it's I, like love it. I love it. I love it. T-shirt, guarantee shirts. Yeah. It's, uh, so, um, because of what we know about James Harden's uh, nightlife habits, this is an entertaining game to watch him, especially in the first half, because this game tip-off is basically six hours after his bedtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. it might be. I mean, I the whole NBA gets Christmas Eve off too, so. I mean, he could, he could, this could be an epically rough uh, first half. He'll probably be fine by halftime, like runs it out a little bit, maybe throws up between quarters, but uh, this is a real trap game for uh, a guy who likes strip clubs, basically. In Um, New York. In New York. Yeah, yeah. He's in, he's from (laughs) Philly, which is probably a fine, anyway, yeah, this is like, I'm sure he will be going to New Philly York has a, day a strip early. club legacy that would be tough to beat. Now I can't. Well, we should say James Harden is from class. from Los Angeles. He just currently plays in Philly, and then uh, he it. played in yeah, Houston, yeah. which might be America. Epic stripper legacy. Yeah, exactly. He's got the pedigree. He just has to go to Atlanta next. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he, he uh, briefly played for the Brooklyn Nets, and it didn't work out. And I think. I mean, he 
didn't like being in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone, and everyone that that has the real covered up. Else. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no uh, Park Slope strip club. Um. All right. Uh, uh, let's move on to the, the 1130 game. Yeah. Uh, the, the Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Maver- the Dallas Mavericks. Caitlin. Okay. A couple of no. people you might know here. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Uh, LeBron James being right. one of them. Yeah. Uh, and Mark Cuban from Shark Tank being the other. <laughs> right. Yeah. Doesn't. Okay. So Mark Cuban uh, is the. I Man, I'm so scared that this is like absolutely stupid. Who's the prescription drug company guy? Who's the guy that did the thing? Bringing Martin Shkreli? Oh no, 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 he is a, he is a prescription guy. drug guy. He oh, is yeah. the prescription drug yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 you're correct. Like yes. quietly the coolest thing I've ever heard. This is what I want my rich people to be like. I want mm. them weird. I want them cool. I want them doing cool shit, like just making prescription drugs. Like you have the, do you know how much power that is? Do you know how rigid, how turgid hard he has to get every time somebody smashes the button to buy drugs? cheap? Like yeah. the power so our rich don't know how to use their power. Well, this is good. Caitlin, good I have some bad news for you about <laughs> Mark sucks. Cuban. I feel like he sucks. He, but he sucks. Is doing that cool the thing. prescription drug thing is cool, but uh, he sucks. Um, He's rich. He sucks. But our uh-huh. rich gotta... should be better at it. Yes. They, no, we're I, not I eliminating agree. that most people who acquire yeah. that much wealth do so by sucking. I would I'm also. S- yeah. They should also be better at it. I would also say he did some things that were probably much more acceptable for a rich billionaire if he had been around 20 years earlier. Mm. I mean, Just, you're, uh, trying to, you're trying to reclaim your news. A little, little bit of a little bit of a culture of uh, uh, frat house sexual harassment. I never want to be in a so, room yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I just and, uh, picture. I literally have a picture of my future ending running falling in a ditch from amazon robot like i picture their dogs chasing me (laughs) until i slip on a piece of wet ground and tumble to my demise so i'd really like to get cheap insulin before i do that yeah 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 and Um, he kind of doesn't really own a lot else besides the mavs except for projects like that so well and uh, the uh he owns all the shark tank uh all the Shark Tank companies. He is he has lost money on Shark Tank over the, <laughs> the course of the show. Which good. um the um, Lakers, uh so the other the other people you might know on the Lakers, they have a guy named Anthony Davis who goes by the brow. Uh oh he my. is he is my brother in solidarity. Yeah. Yeah. He I'm is a coward, uh, I pluck. Stand up for us. Yeah. <laughs> Proud man. And uh, he was he was very injured for the past two seasons. He basically came to the Lakers and they won the title. And then he's been, you know, out for about half the games the last two years. And he was very dominant this year. And now he is very uh, injured again. He's very so injured. injured has, they don't know how long he's going to be out. He right I believe the 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 Lakers have not announced anything, which makes people think it is something called a Lisfranc injury mm-hmm. and caitlin you'll appreciate this the Lisfranc is named after a french general who was shot off his horse oh God. and so this is the kind of injury you get if you're shot off your horse and one foot stays in the stirrup no so no, that's bad sir. that's bad uh, no. for a basketball player but he no. also seemed like he just got it jumping up in the air and that's a, kind of so, bumping into someone so i want to I love that I do this podcast with you every year and it's a tradition I deeply value, but I want to explain something beyond just like 
enjoying my friend's enjoyment of sports and that being how I like sports. There's something deeper. I can't, I'm not allowed, especially football. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to watch when I watch people get horribly injured, mm-hmm. uh, starting with the and one sneaker guy. It goes way back. Uh, do you remember the end? You remember. I do not. I just remember seeing a kid get horribly injured and it being a big deal because he was wearing a certain type of sneaker. Mm-hmm. When I watch basketball and football, someone on the screen acquires the type of injury that people describe like that, like a French mm-hmm. general falling off their horse. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't get to see this one. Who is the, there was a young, very good player recently who stepped on the court for like 10 minutes and then his entire leg just shattered underneath his weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No reason. From, was from jumping straight athlete? up and down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. one of the, I was, I was looking at that. Uh, uh, so yeah, I, it, it, was it, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was and, a guy, uh, his name's Kevin something, but he was on Louisville's Kevin team. Ware. It was Kevin, Kevin Ware. And then like a year later, his coach quietly forced him to transfer to another school. Mm-hmm. Uh, when yeah, I very walk cool. through the room when the Seahawks are on with the sweet lady's family, there's like yeah. a quiet tension that now comes over. <laughs> yeah. Because they know I'm not that into football, but I politely <laughs> avoid because there's the correlation has been made. That if I am in the room and paying too much attention, something bad might happen to one of their boys. It gets tense. Mm-hmm. The longer well, I'm there, you just feel it. <laughs> the other thing that happens in football is uh, Fox has like a minor key version of their football theme that they play. Oh, right. When it's quiet and an ambulance <laughs> is coming out and it's like. Sorry, that's just such a dark part of our like, Like, why did someone made an executive decision to both record that and like, we'll put it out there. And so, like, you hear it, and it's like, da 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 da. Sorry, that's. Just... And then the football robots crying. Oh, so dark. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, he's hurt. Yeah. Uh, they also have a guy named Russell Westbrook who mm-hmm. uh, has had a real up and down situation in Los Angeles. He's he, from Los Angeles. He's a former MVP. He went to UCLA. Uh, he was known for his triple doubles, mm-hmm. which is okay. when you get uh, double digits in points, rebounds, and assists. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, got you. Okay, Single great. will consider that. But uh, he's he's very bad at shooting the basketball mm-hmm. right now, and that is uh, limiting him as a player. But he's, uh, he's like one over the fans because now he comes off the bench. Yeah. And he so really he... is doing his best, and the fans yes. are kind of like, we're kind of being mean to this guy who's really playing like, like it's hard to get mad at this guy for just like a weakness. He Last has, year, you know he I mean? had to have a press conference where he said, Hey, it really hurts my feelings when you yell Russell West brick at me and my son and my wife. Yeah. And you know what it, I was kind of like, that seems very sensitive. And then I started thinking about it and it was kind of like, yeah, they, they were, they were piling on a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's, that seems a bit, Unnes- um, that's unnecessary. Yeah. Coming so yeah, from the Daryl Strawberry era. Uh, let's not break a man just because we can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, LeBron James is getting a little older. He's going to turn 38 years old. Uh, a when week I said I know less about tomorrow. sports than ever, I had the thought like in my head just randomly, like, you know, a young player like LeBron James. And I'm just <laughs> for LeBron. He's younger than me, but like that's the last time I was like actively aware <laughs> of young players. <laughs> That's just me hitting pause on yeah. question mark years ago. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's uh, 
it's uh, the Lakers are in a tough spot because uh, their second best guys hurt, maybe their best guy, and then the other guy, uh, the clock's ticking on mm-hmm. LeBron sure, James. Sure. You know what I mean? Like he's, uh, but he's trying. He's very close to setting the all-time points record. That's the thing that yeah, uh, he's gonna the pass Curry. Yeah, and it's possible the Lakers might kind of pack it in by the end of the year. I don't know. It's we'll see. Um, uh, and, and meanwhile, oh. he's playing uh, America's uh, most precocious European child. Um, yeah. The Mavericks' best player is a man named Luka Doncic. Oh, uh, right. One of I think like four NBA players from Slovenia in yeah. history. Two of them are Goran Dragic and his much less talented brother Zoran Dragic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, and I think I think Sasha Vujicic. We don't need to talk Slovenian. about Sasha anyway, Vujicic. Let's uh, explain who Luka Doncic oh yeah, Luka, is. Luka. Um. He's uh, <laughs> he's sort of he looks chubby for one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I looked up his face and it is. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he's about to hand me a beer in a solo cup. Mm-hmm. I believe yep. he. The rumor is that he uh, is a regular cigarette smoker, which mm, is, is a rumor. rare yep. in the NBA <laughs> in 2022, uh, but he's still very good. Yeah, he's uh, amazing. Like he's the NBA is sort of priming him to be like one of their next guys. Like when the a, LeBrons and Stephs and Kevin Durant's retire. He just has a lot of moves. He's a good, he's very good at finding his teammates who are open. And also he, he's very kid-like in good and bad ways. Mm-hmm. Like he's very delighted by things, but also is constantly complaining that things are unfair. Like yeah. he gets a lot of technical fouls for a guy that like often you'll get a technical foul for uh, like fighting or doing something violent. His are all cursing whining at a ref yeah and he he had a hilarious press conference this week where he got ejected very quickly for getting two technical fouls in a row and his english is not amazing still but he was explaining like i said something you know unacceptable first one too much profanity second one i am like and people Dallas fans were like breaking down the audio and some of them were like, well, if he said fucking a that's uh, that should be a second technical. But if he was saying, what the fuck was that? That's not the same. Like, it's very funny to analyze like what's Uh, technical Mm -hmm. and not like you can't you can't you can't MF anybody. Obviously, you can't call anyone a bitch, but you can kind of swear in general is it weird i didn't know that your basketball players can't swear it's not if not you swear directly at the ref okay yeah, you, okay you, you can kind of curse to yourself or at and, another guy a lot of times yeah luca uh, got a technical for cursing at a teammate recently and they took it away <laughs> because they were like well actually like that's <laughs> you, can, you can yell at him yeah. uh, <laughs> You just can't like, and you can't, you can't uh, like punch the air either. You're not supposed to be threatening the referees, basically. And that seems, it's actually like relatively fair. uh, No, yeah. No, that makes sense. I just wasn't aware that it was actually a thing. To keep this Christmassy, I would sort of describe Luka Doncic as being the NBA's Kevin McAllister. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Both yeah, in how good. he looks and how his game is sort of predicated on traps he makes. Yeah, there's like a lot of tricking people. Uh, and... Yeah, and also he's rude and looks like <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he would not know how to use aftershave. Also, either. the rest of the Mavericks are pretty bad, so he's pretty much home alone winning all these games by himself. So um, I would say he is, I'm going to call him Ursa Minor. Because he okay. is, he's kind of bear-like, he's almost a minor, mm-hmm. uh, and he's, like, pretty famous. Yeah. Sure, sure. Whereas mm-hmm. the Lakers would be, is there any constellation that's, like, a collection of fading stars? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, mean... colla- like stars that haven't <clears throat> collapsed yet, but are probably, like, on their way to it. I feel like <laughs> the analog I'm coming up with is is close but different. It's a globular cluster. Yeah, it's okay. these stars that were formed together and just can't get away from each other, and they're all sort of bound. And what keeps them together is more mysterious than when, than what would drive other stars apart. So mm, something okay. about the Lakers. That one actually sounds more like, like the Golden State Warriors at this point. Okay, to be yeah, honest with that you. feels like well, they're they, they're not as they're not in as bad a situation, Joey. <laughs> no, there's something about Lakers just as a like as a franchise. That feels uh, a bit like that, but they, uh, yeah. um, Oh, we should also mention the owner of the Lakers, uh, Caitlin. You're going to be surprised by this. Uh, Jeannie Buss is the the owner of the Lakers, and she got engaged to Jay Moore this week. Just a terrible (laughs) person. (laughs) (laughs) Not not Jeannie. Not Jeannie. She's not a terrible person, I don't think. But. Man. Jay Moore. Just sees the rungs, reaches, and climbs. Yeah. What can we say? Um, anyway, uh, anything we were going to say about Jay Moore, probably we shouldn't say publicly on a podcast, but just nope, know nope. Um, he was the star of CBS's Morris Devorist. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, um, <laughs> does, that, does not treat his openers well at Comic-Con. So let's just say that. <laughs> or his uh, former friends. Doesn't treat them very well either. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> Likes to steal sketches. Uh, and also other things. Um, all right, Bucks at Celtics, Sean. <laughs> Bucks at Celtics. These this is the best game of the day, I'm gonna say. Easily, uh, far and away. The, These are the two best teams in the NBA. That that is true. They're, no, yeah. no, they're they're, yeah, yeah. they're the best teams by record. They're the best teams by like how you'd evaluate them. Mm-hmm. Um and they they have faced off in the playoffs a few times recently. Mm-hmm. Boston beat them last year. Uh, Milwaukee beat Boston in 2019. That sounds right. And then in 2021, I don't think they had to play them. Or did they beat them then too? I don't remember. Um, that was I think a weird. We that was a weird year. Anyway, anyway, it's a it's like a real rivalry and. It's like a renewed rivalry because they used to have a very intense rivalry during the 80s as well. So it's kind of a fun, like, old team. Uh, The Milwaukee Bucks are headlined by uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, who is uh, the Greek freak is his nickname. Yeah, he seems fun. He's the best player. He's he's the best. He's also the the best player in basketball, I think. Yeah. Yeah. uh, his he has one of his extremely tall brothers is on the team. 
uh, Brooke Lopez, the Officer Krupke, right? Officer Mm -hmm. Krupke is on the team. They also have a guy named Drew Holiday, who uh, his Mm -hmm. wife is on the USA soccer team. He actually quit basketball for a couple months when she had uh, a brain tumor. So yeah. he's like he's a very uh, he's sweet a, man. The good, yeah, it yeah. does a lot of cherry work too. Sweet wife guy. Uh, yeah. And then they have a guy named Chris Middleton who is the most boring of, good player in the NBA. Well, also say. just <laughs> unexpected because he he doesn't look like an athlete, and then you watch and he has. 20 points and you don't remember him shooting also you know I mean? <laughs> like like it's all like like very quiet like uh the book the bucks are not flashy but they play very strong defense uh yeah he's kind of like for those doctor who heads out there that that weird alien that you can't see that is always in the room with you but if you Dark look man. at it, it makes you not remember that you saw it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's all the interest. They have a they have the NBA always has like three or four um like really jacked white guys who just mm-hmm. seem like they are decent at basketball, but mainly they're just driven and like lift weights and run all the time. And uh, the Milwaukee's guy is named Pat Connaughton. And it, uh-huh. it's, it's mm-hmm. like amazing he's not on the Boston Celtics, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then their coach is Pat Connaughton. Pat- funny thing about him is he's a white man that uh, was in the dunk contest last year. And one of his big dunks was he dressed as Woody Harrelson from White Men Can't Jump to do a dunk. I get yeah. it. Because yeah. they can't. Yeah. But then right. he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, their coach is a guy named Mike Budenholzer. Mike Budenholzer recently grew a beard mm-hmm. and uh, he he looks he's very ruddy faced. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, he got a DUI because his yeah. eyes were so bloodshot and his face was so red. And, and after he had like a to year, be like, no, of, that's just how I look. And he, he won. He won the case. Yeah, he was like, they're like, you're staggering. And he was like, I had knee surgery. I used to be a basketball player. And then, like, they basically just submitted a bunch of videos of him after basketball games where his eyes, he, he just, he is a guy that always looks like he's on the verge of tears. Uh, um, Yeah, he, I would that. describe, so he won the NBA title as a coach a few years ago, but up until that point, he was the Gil Gunderson of the NBA uh, um, from The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. man oh, who right. was uh, an unsuccessful, unlucky, pathetic coach. And now he is and now he's a champion. And, uh, and he, also... he grew a beard that looks like the vacation beard from the Kids in the Hall sketch. Yeah, it looks yeah, like absolutely. it's controlling him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, when he was the Atlanta Hawks coach, he took the whole team to an Usher concert. Once. Yeah, he did do that. Yeah, that's um, cute. That's funny guy. Funny. Um, mm-hmm. The Bucks are fun, fun team. Uh, playing mm-hmm. maybe the least fun team in the NBA, the Boston Celtics. Um, they're really good. They made the finals last year. Uh, they uh-huh. have a man. Their best player is a man named Jason Tatum. Uh, mm-hmm. who's like he, really good, but um, kind of he was, he's he's a young man who is obsessed with Kobe Bryant. Um, yeah, to yeah, a point that like, where it feels unhealthy. 
<laughs> he wore like Kobe warm-ups and you know he is from Los Angeles and he grew up idolizing. No, he's Kobe. from St. Louis. Oh, he's from he's St. Not Louis. Not even I'm from so Los right. Angeles. He's not that's right. Uh <laughs> and he was idolizing Kobe to the point where it's just weird that Kobe is dead and he's talking about Kobe as much as he mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Uh last year in the finals he wore a Kobe Bryant armband that was purple and gold while playing for the Boston Celtics. Yeah. That Does was any just member like member of this person's family play in the NBA. No. No. I don't okay. Think so. so this is a person who just put a poster on the wall and mm-hmm. ran for it. So I gotta say, I wouldn't take the armband off either. Look, if the magic is working, you don't stop doing the magic. That's such an improbable pet. You know how many people want to be that's a, if it works, I would say that that, that ain't broke, and he doesn't have to fix it. Go mm-hmm. ahead. So he um, he has a very so- cute child named Deuce. Yeah. Okay. Um, that is ever present around. Um, it's pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the Celtics were kind of running away with the league until two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and now, and there were all these articles about how they had the greatest offense in the history of the NBA, and. Uh, there's just a lot of basketball media in Boston, so you hear about them all the time. And also, they have a lot of fans, so if you write about them, you get a lot of clicks, and that uh, defines. So it's always very hysterical one way or another. Now, coincidentally, uh, their second-best player is a guy named Jalen Brown. Brown. Jalen Brown, up until about a year ago, I think was thought of as like a very thoughtful, like... uh, very responsible guy. He had a rough fall. For one, uh, he had signed with Kanye West's sports management company. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were only two people, and he didn't bail out for Early a while enough, this yeah. fall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, in fact, gave a big press conference where he was like, I don't really see anything wrong with this. And then uh, he, a bunch of protesters so Kyrie, were you familiar with what happened with Kyrie Irving Caitlin he's not going to come up otherwise but he uh he just shared a link to a wildly anti-semitic uh film mm-hmm. that, sure. a documentary I guess uh-huh. that's on yes, yeah that's like that's called like uh, the new uh, it's something about it anyway it doesn't matter I'm not even going to get into the content yeah. of it but then he spent like a week and a half defending not apologizing like tripling down on his anti-semitism all all while the kanye west stuff was also happening yeah and uh Um, so jalen brun was also a fervent supporter of kyrie irving in that and basically eventually um kind of apologized and has stopped doing anti-semitic things once he did that, his game has fallen yeah, he apart. He got bad at he basketball. Was fueled <laughs> by his hatred for the Jews, and now he just can't. He just can't pull it off anymore. He's like, he's uh, he just he's just up all night looking at conspiracy videos all the time. Because now. God really does have favorites, and yeah. you know he he was on the right side, and now he's on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, and that's uh, That's the other, yeah. I, I wonder if it actually has something to do with being pulled through a horrible public relations nightmare, which would damage mm-hmm. anyone's psyche. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it's rough. 
it's uh it's been tough for him and the Celtics also got a new coach this year even though their coach they had for a year um led them to the NBA finals but he had uh a affair and some nefarious uh allegations workplace workplace behavior behavior, yeah um, His longtime here. girlfriend is actress Nia Long yeah. as well. They have <laughs> yeah. they have a kid together. Uh, hard so to that, explain in about two. Yeah, sentences. It's, it's, a lot it's of also, what's also, going on here is hard to explain in about two sentences. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so they have a new coach who's like thirty four years old now. Mm-hmm. Uh, who so chews a, gum until it becomes powder? It's like the most aggressive <laughs> gum chewing you will ever see. From Celtics coach Joe Joe Mazzola. Yeah, and then the other thing I would mention about the team is that uh, their point guard Marcus Smart uh, dyed his hair green in the mm-hmm. playoffs last yep. year, and has pretty much just been rolling with that. And he still does. Sure. Um, yeah. Okay. I would describe Marcus Smart's look as sort of like, uh, you know, the logo of the movie Major League that's like an aggressive (laughs) baseball with a mohawk. That's kind of what Marcus Smart's whole vibe is. Yeah, he could be Uh, like a Stussy t-shirt silhouette. Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Kind of about it. I'm not happy with that look. I can see it. It really... No, I'm in. I've been on the green hair. Um, so in terms of, and I am going to backtrack and say that of course it is never inappropriate. Like nobody who posts something stupid, like man, posts some dumb shit and dumb shit happens. But the way it gets amplified around, like I just felt like, oh man, you just can't do anything that dumb on a platform that large. Yeah. Like yeah, and it's so- a dumb dumb thing to do if you have five hundred followers. Somebody's going to be like, hey idiot, in a DM and give you some education. But instead, it is the entire world being like, hey idiot, and that has got to be not cool, fun, not good, no. and not fun no. at all. And I mean, part of it with Kyrie Irving is that I think he just smokes weed and watches YouTube videos a lot. Yeah, and yeah, no, I mean, unfortunately this, this shares his thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's just not enough of a filter. Um, um Jalen Brown. The- yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, go ahead, Sean. I just think the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, if I was picking a constellation, I think I would go with Pegasus. Mm. I like that. Okay, sure. Sure. Uh, I feel like the oh, Greek freak no. is sort of a rarity, like a winged horse. Uh, is Boston our Cassiopeia? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Because they kind of meet the, like, isn't Cassiopeia in mythology uh, kind of arrogant? Yeah, Queen and, Adrapa and, bragged to Poseidon that her daughter Andromeda was hotter than all Poseidon's sea nymphs. Bad, mm-hmm. bad error. Cetus, the sea monster, then ravaged their course to coast. It was a whole deal. <sighs> King Cepheus had to, like, sacrifice Andromeda on the rocks. It was a thing. But, uh, yeah. yeah, and they're all intertwined, right? Because Cassiopeia then points your way to the North Star, which is where uh, if our MSG is. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So interconnected with the Boston legacy, because Boston seems important in basketball. Um, well, they, think, they, yeah. they've historically been very good, and they're right. still very famous, but they have only won one title since Ronald Reagan's second term. Well, so that's, a, do you see the correlation, huh? Yeah. That it all starts going downhill at the same time, I tell you what. Um, I would that's also satire. We just... all know that's satire. <laughs> I would also just like to point out, though, that um, if you were going to make a uh, Boston crime movie in the next uh, five years, um, having the heist be uh, during a Boston Celtics game on Christmas Day 
pretty good. Pretty yeah, good so idea. Bad. So bad. Yeah. Call um, Affleck. Um, <laughs> but not on Christmas. He's going to be busy. So um, our next Christmas game is one that looked a lot more exciting uh, a week mm-hmm. ago, basically. It is a playoff rematch of uh, a tense series from the second round last year. The Memphis Grizzlies are visiting the Golden State Warriors. Uh, arguably, this matchup was okay. uh, determined on social media uh, because <laughs> right. a player on the Grizzlies, John Morant, their best player, and uh, Draymond Green, the Warriors enforcer, uh, went back and forth about how they needed a rematch on Christmas Day and who would host it. And Draymond was like, we're the champions, so we're going to host it. And that is what the NBA schedule did. Mm-hmm. Um the Warriors knocked the Grizzlies out of the playoffs this year. The Grizzlies knocked the Warriors out of the playoffs in 2021 the yep. in the, the play-in game to get the eighth seed. Technically not. Anyway. Uh, we don't need to explain and, what a play-in game is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Grizzlies, the, the Warriors are a team of mostly veterans. Very uh, old men. And they've been on the team forever. You know, Steph Curry's 34 years old. Uh, the Grizzlies are all young. They're uh, all under the age of like 25. And then essentially the entire team has been just drafted or, you know, traded for on draft day, except for one. Well, there's one free agent, their backup point guard. And then they have a giant uh, man from New Zealand, Stephen Adams, who uh, his nickname is Aquaman because he looks like Aquaman. He has many tattoos. <laughs> and I think he's the youngest of 18 children. Yeah, that's a lot of children. Okay. And he, his big skill is that, uh, do you know what setting a screen is, Caitlin? Uh, oh, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Where you like kind of block the thing from view. And so yeah. somebody else can like run around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it his, seems like a thing I should be good at. I, I well, feel like at six one in my frame, I should be able yeah. to do it, but I don't, I can't. He is essentially a black hole of a center because mm-hmm. he just has like max maximum density. Okay. And there's something about his body that when he sets a screen, draws people into him <laughs> to their ruin um, um you're really uh i really think we need to talk about um the most exciting player for the grizzlies though and maybe the most exciting player in the nba caitlin uh-huh. so the grizzlies best player is a man named ja morant okay uh ja uh, who's a tiny point guard with very long hair who tries to dunk every single time he touches the ball that's mm-hmm. fun. It um, rules. It he's rules. He's probably, what is he, like 6'2", 180 maybe? He does not weigh very much. That's When I say tiny, he's skinny. He's he's not that short, but he's very he's skinny. pretty short. Okay, so he's listed at 6'2", 174. 174 mm-hmm. has to be one of the lighter NBA weights. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, um, and he... <laughs> is like one of the most athletic people I've ever seen. He's very tough. He's very cool. He shit talks constantly on social media. His Uh dad sits courtside at every game and shit talks everyone courtside. Also, his dad looks just like Usher. Yeah, and his dad looks like I can't believe we're talking about Usher this much on the podcast, (laughs) Um, but what are you going to do? But he is far and away the most exciting player in the NBA. Um... And he uh, is the coolest player since I don't know. He's very Penny he's very, Hardaway. He's very, like he's, he's very yeah. He has a lot of um. He just he just 
Yeah, he'll get the ball at the end of games. He's very difficult to be guarded, and he really has some of the greatest missed dunks mm-hmm. you'll yeah. ever see. Like <laughs> his dunks are often good, but sometimes he will just try something impossible and come so close to landing it yeah. that everybody's gasping, and you're also like you really tried to just jump over a guy who was a foot taller than you yeah. and also jumping. And uh, yeah, he has a lot of swagger. It's awesome that he's in Memphis. It feels very appropriate. Like it's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a real like underdog. Their slogan is grit and grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it. Unfortunately, uh, the Warriors. They also, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, go ahead. They go also, ahead. when they're playing in Memphis, uh, do you remember the movie Hustle and Flow, Caitlin? I do. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do you remember the big fake song that Terrence Howard's character sings? It's God. called Whoop That Trick. Uh huh. It takes place in Memphis when the Memphis right. Grizzlies are beating the shit out of uh, their opponents, which happens a lot. The entire crowd starts chanting "Whoop That Trick." Yeah. Sure. Uh, so yeah, the uh, um. Yeah, they also have they have a young man named Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, who mm-hmm. just blocks a million shots. Who everyone and calls JJJ. JJJ. Um, yeah. uh, his father was not that type of NBA player. He was a like a shooting guard who made three pointers. It's very fun. Um, they also they, have a man named Desmond Bain who looks mm-hmm. like if a fire hydrant uh, shot three pointers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Caitlin, uh, there are a lot of NBA teams who try to get uh, very lengthy players. They try to get guys who are tall and especially have very long arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Memphis has essentially found a market inequality where they believe that very wide, beefy players are undervalued. Mm-hmm. So you'll watch the, the Grizzlies and they are they are thick, that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They play a lot of guys who are who are wide. A uh, little beefy. Uh, it's great. It's like it's a very physical style of play that they. Play. It definitely makes a kind of sense that if the NBA for a long time has favored a, a type of physicality, that there would grow very strong players who don't share those attributes but are like top tier NBA quality. And putting as many of those together as you can is probably beneficial. Um, right. Yeah, they- that seems cool. That seems like a good idea. They're tiring to play, I yes, would say. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, and so they have a big rivalry. Uh, there's a war of words going back and forth. The Warriors also have a player named Andre Iguodala, who mm-hmm. um, the Warriors had a year where two one Kevin Durant left. They had a bunch of injured players, and uh, they had to uh, basically cut payroll. So they sent veteran Andre Iguodala on the last year of his contract to Memphis, where he ascent, he and his agent basically worked at a deal where he didn't really have to go to the team, mm-hmm. and, the, and the guys on that team took it very personal. All those all those Memphis guys are like every guy is a chip on the shoulder guy too, and so there was there they he got he got booed every time he touches the ball. So there's really is some heat in this. Oh, and uh, the Grizzlies had a guy who uh, hit a warrior on a layup kind of just hit him in the air and broke his wrist during the playoffs mm-hmm. too. So it's, and Steve it's, Kerr was very upset and uh, called the team dirty. And he said, said they broke the code. Yeah. He kept saying they broke the code, 
mm-hmm. which was embarrassing as a Warrior fan, admittedly. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, and he, he could he should have just said he broke the wrist. Like that would have been like, yeah, that's that's worse than breaking a code. Um, anyway, uh, the problem is this was a very highly anticipated game, but uh, two weeks ago the Warriors, or a week ago, the Warriors Steph Curry uh, hurt his shoulder. Out. And he uh he is out. Is out indefinitely. And um, also the Warriors are really, really bad this year. Well, it's they're a weird team because they are the worst team in the NBA on the road. I believe their record is like three and sixteen. Mm-hmm. And then at home, they're twelve and two. They have almost the best record in the NBA. Uh not really usually a sign of like a team with a lot of mental fortitude necessarily, mm-hmm. but uh yeah so this we should this also def- mention caitlin you know your friend your uh friend on the golden state warriors named draymond green mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um two days before the season started this year he uh punched his own teammate in the face during practice and then uh-huh. a video of it leaked and it was real bad yeah oops um yeah yeah so so uh, the whole season's been weird and kind of depressing steph curry's still great but also hurt um Ugh. Uh, and the Warriors rebuilding here, right? Just before the season, the Warriors decided to sign uh, a very little-known player who has a very credible rape allegation yeah. in college. Really, and cool. it really sucks. It yeah. really sucks. And uh, I don't know. It's just it's very the, the team. The team is just getting very unlikable. Um, uh-huh. Whereas the Grizzlies. One of the most likable teams. Yeah, in the getting league. I would more say likable. Objectively, yeah. Like I have rooted against them because they're constantly confronting my team, but at the same time, I'm just like, those guys are so cool. Um, <laughs> also, they oh, Caitlin, you'll appreciate this. Uh, so much of their arena promotions are just based on old Southern wrestling. Mm-hmm. So okay, I'm in. Crazy, like they have a grizzly mascot, and then they have like a younger grizzly mascot and they do these like extended wrestling storylines throughout mm-hmm. the season yeah. and uh With it just seems between the two mascots right between the yeah. two mascots and uh they also just opened uh a section of the upper deck where you can just like walk around and drink cocktails seems, okay it's very like they're they're really embracing they're on they're on beale street right or they're a block off beale street where the arena is I anyway know, they're cl- sure. they're close to they're close to all the stuff in memphis mm-hmm. and uh anyway they, it's just a very fun franchise that's all yeah um, um also yeah. if you're gonna skip a game i would say this is this or lakers mavericks is the game to skip because um both of yeah. those games are probably gonna be gigantic blowouts i would also <laughs> say uh boston fans are going to be really drunk at that yeah. 5 p.m. local time game. Yeah. And uh, that means they're going to be free to shout the N-word on Jesus's birthday. Yeah, yeah, sure. Nothing Boston fans really like to do. Um, okay, the, the final game. They love it almost as much as they hate integrating their schools. Um, yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, the last game. The Phoenix Suns at the Denver Nuggets. This is... One one team on the West Coast always draws uh, this game. Often it's the Los Angeles Clippers. It's a game that's kicking off at 10.30 p.m. Uh, on the East Coast. But it's the sure. Phoenix Suns. It's two of the top teams in the West. The Phoenix Suns at 
the Denver Nuggets. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Suns had the best record last year, the year before they went to the NBA Finals. They have one of the best records this year. And uh, the Denver Nuggets have uh, a man from Serbia Mm -hmm. who won... The uh, who won the MVP the last two seasons in a row, I would say the Ursa major of uh, the NBA because he looks and plays like a large bear. His name is Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. Okay. His nickname is the Joker and he loves basketball and uh, harness racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, what, really into dare I ask, because a lot of things just popped into mind for what yeah. harness racing could be. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's it's like uh, it's a horse, but he pulls the jockey in a little cart. Oh, God. Yeah. OK, cool. You've Thanks. maybe yes. seen that. I don't know if it's really popular in Serbia or if he Anywhere is just outside really, really into past. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, right, right. You. Like, uh-huh, like mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's it's popular in Serbia in 1922, basically. <laughs> also, um, uh, two days ago. Also, two days ago, Nikola Jokic wore this suit to a game. Um, you oh, want to yeah. check the chat. Um, okay, okay. And his quote. It's uh, funny. Okay, so I just have to say the picture is loading for me. It's mm-hmm. an, it's a long picture. It's really filling my screen. Mm-hmm, and the yeah. man's head is at the very top of it. Yeah. So oh, look <laughs> yeah. how beautiful he is. Though. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, I liked it. Uh, did people not like this? No, like everyone this. loved it. I, it's okay, great. Good. It's so good. good. With I was the turtle really neck. worried that this was going to be a thing only the gays appreciated, but this is for everyone. And then Look he said, yeah. he wow. gave a quote after the game that said, I started wearing suits this season. I don't like how the guys are dressing up for the games. Wearing a suit means business. I'm here to do my job. No, he isn't. <laughs> He's here to stand. He's here to walk through the room and have everybody's head turned. You know not a business in this suit? That's insulting the garments. I mean, oh, well, if your business is trying to kill James Bond, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, if your business is to sell that suit, then yes, you've done a great job. Yeah. Um, I want to circle back real quickly and say that the Warriors are the Hydra, but with a bunch of the heads cut off. Right. Uh, yeah, that's if a they're shame. a constellation. And then uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. The Little uh, Dipper. They're the Little Dipper. Oh. A little dipper, yeah. Well, we, we already, already that. Yeah. Oh, we did that one. Has Damn, Luca, Luca. Oh, yeah, Luca is the little dipper. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say that they are, they're very wide. What if they're Orion's belt, dude? Oh, hell yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adds a, you're not gonna need all those notches. Let me tell yeah. you that, Orion. <laughs> Good call, Joey. Um, all right, so, so yeah, Luca is. He's very big. Um, you mean uh, Nick Jokic? Oh, sorry. N- yeah. Jokic I mean, there is... is a Hercules constellation. Is mm-hmm. this a Hercules situation? No. Uh, okay. Because here's the thing about um, Nikola Jokic. He can barely jump. He's mm. not he's... athletic. He, but um... he's like a genius. Um, he... A Theseus, perhaps. Yeah. He's basically... in the firmament. He's basically the tallest man in NBA history who is constantly um, racking up assists. He's okay. very, very good at uh, drawing attention, tricking people, or throwing like a weird pass behind his head where he's not looking. Or there's basically a guy on the Nuggets this year who is scoring probably 10 points a game just by lurking near the basket and waiting for Jokic to 
to like slyly toss him the ball. Mm-hmm. And also, um, here's a photo time. of him with his uh, his harness racing horse. Oh, anyway. yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> oh, wait. Coming. Sorry. Wait, yeah. here we go. I'm kind of excited after the suit. It's the only thing he loves uh, more than He's, basketball. His he, this is one of the greatest athletes in the world. Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The leather baseball hat is like, yeah. doing it. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he has a legitimate chance to go down as one of the top 10 players in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he used to be um, very large and the way uh-huh. he, lo- well, he's still large, but let's he say really heavy. Down. Yeah. Um, and the way he said he did it was he stopped drinking uh, four liters of Coke a day. That'll do it. Yeah, he was yeah, literally help. he was literally like, this is the last time and like draining a two liter right before mm-hmm. he boarded his plane to America. Yeah, which is such a funny image. Um, Everybody who's had their last cigarette outside an airport feels a kinship. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the most interesting guy. Um, I don't even know if you really need to talk about the other nuggets they're all like operating i guess i guess their power forward was in the film uncle drew as uh the antagonist yeah yeah i mean nick crawls the bad guy but he's the bad guy on the court um and aaron gordon uh he's a very very good dunker he's really athletic uh he's he really has improved a lot uh since he came to the nuggets and started playing with Jokic. but um he has lost the nba dunk contest multiple times Mm -hmm. And the last time it happened, uh, there was some judging chicanery mm-hmm. and he he released um, a diss track towards one of the judges oh. about it. And uh, he's like a from year San later. Jose. He's from so, San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. He went to, I think he went to, he went to Midi. He went to San Jose diss track a year later. A lot of diss track. And every time you see him, you're like, what did he get shaved into his head? Or like, yeah. like it's always, <laughs> it's it's like... It's fun to see what that guy is with a max contract. You know what I mean? Like with like, it's interesting to see like a San Jose new millionaire and what he does with (laughs) it. No, it's not. I've been there. We've been there. We know it isn't. It's definitively disinteresting. It's deeply disinteresting. It's fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, he's like every person you've ever met who went, who's from San Jose and went to Arizona, but he's good oh, at basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. um, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like he's just like Santana Row was 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 crazy, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, man, bro. For, um, I can't even pretend. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's gotten very good as in my fantasies. Yeah. But That's now it's time. Even... Yeah, now yeah, let's yeah. just talk about the Phoenix Suns and. Uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Anthony Paul or whatever his middle name is. <laughs> um Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Do you uh are you familiar with Chris Paul? Um, I recall Caitlin. Chris Paul being explained to me in the past. Okay. Um Sean, how would you explain Chris Paul to give Caitlin a refresher? He has a bit of an Eddie Haskell quality, I would say. Okay. He's, he's mm-hmm, somewhat mm-hmm. slight. He's very cute. Like, Chris Paul yeah. definitely has, like, a very nice face. And all of his stuff off the court is very, like, he runs basketball camps. He's in State Farm commercials. And when he's on the court, he's, like, whining. He's cheating. He's yelling <laughs> at the refs. He's yeah. yelling at his teammates. He's, like 
constantly like clipping a guy in the back of the head with an elbow as he runs past mm-hmm. him because he knows the ref's back is turned. Um, and he's, he's also very, very talented. He's very good at like being able to get his shot off. People call him the point God. Cause he's, uh, yeah. he is, I, I see what they did, but there. he's mm-hmm. also uh, like really wears out uh, his teammates. He's well, the NBA's he is, Napoleon. Yeah, he's yelling mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh. that is not his reputation. He's also like a notorious flopper, and he often mm. will. He's like a very smart player, but he often will attempt something that is too clever and outsmarting himself. So there was a famous playoff game where his his team was leading and uh, time was running out. So the other team had to foul him. And so instead of just getting fouled and taking his two free throws, he attempted to uh, pretend like he was shooting from 70 feet away. Mm -hmm. So he would get three free throws. Unfortunately, uh, they just slapped the ball away from him scored and then they lost the playoff game in the series and just like a lot of uh there's a famous game when he was on the rockets where he played the warriors where uh you know his team was still ahead and essentially they passed the ball to clay thompson and instead of playing defense he sprawled on the ground and hoped for a foul call and then they lost the game like again just like he's thinking a little too much a lot of the time yeah Hmm. yeah uh, and mm. I would say this is what's interesting about the Phoenix Suns for him, though, is he's sort of this guy who's been around a lot, who has come to this this young team full of guys who don't think about anything. <laughs> um, and it's been mm-hmm. like kind of a magical pairing. Yeah. So um, they have they have this guy, Devin Booker, who up until recently was dating Kendall Jenner. Um, okay, good. OK, his face is so smooth that it almost looks like it's like computer generated. Is that, is that <laughs> accurate? That <laughs> he, I would say up until before Chris Paul got there, he was sort of the most, I used to describe him as the NBA's most Gen Z player because all of the older players would fight him all the time. And it really <laughs> felt like uh-huh. they hated this child who was yeah, good at basketball. He's, he's really um, good. He's yeah. really good. He scores tons of points all the time. Um, he has a very deep voice for how young his yeah. face is, um, he, which is very I'm funny. To think, well, you, I mean, he looks like he's in like a 90s R&B okay you know what i mean like like a little bit of a i don't i don't know but he he is very good he's very good at basketball and then their Mm -hmm. third prominent player is this guy named deandre ayton Mm -hmm. and he seems like they did a profile on him from espn now he is from uh arizona he's from phoenix yeah no, but where what what Caribbean island? He's an he's an immigrant from oh, a um, Caribbean nation, but I can't remember which one. Um, uh, it's um, okay. Nassau, the Bahamas. He's from the Bahamas. he's from the Bahamas. Yeah. So, um, so he clearly is a bit of a. Anyway, they had a feature on how he played the video game NBA Two K at this level where he got like platinum status or whatever they call it, which requires you to 
just grind but and like a hundred hours in the game a month basically. he has like right. tw- he has a team that has 12 different avatars of himself playing oh, different God. positions mm-hmm. and he plays all the time and this article came out in the playoffs and it was kind of i think pitched as like a fun piece about e-gaming but it came off as like I think this guy is deeply depressed. Yeah, is he okay? Like, like he's a new father, and he was like, yeah, I, you know, I wake up at, at 4 a.m., I start playing 2K, and I grind. And uh, and then this summer, um, the Phoenix Suns, he was the first pick in the NBA draft. And so traditionally, and uh, I think his third year, they went to the NBA Finals, the Suns refused to give him the maximum contract extension possible mm-hmm. and forced him to, he was a restricted free agent, which meant they could match any offer. He had to go to a different team and sign a contract, which the Suns then matched. So he's almost being held under duress. Um, <laughs> there was a long stretch when he was not speaking to the head coach and then things were going well. And now they have been fighting a lot again mm-hmm. uh, on the sidelines. If you so, want to leave Phoenix and you can't, that's it's a bad that's place brutal. for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and it's, yeah, that, it, it it does feel like that happens to people too, right? Like they go to mm-hmm. Phoenix and they're like, this is going to be temporary. And it's not. Um, and it's sometimes not, it's no, just not. They're, uh, I so- should have. I just realized I should have played this when we were talking several times this episode, but it uh, did come up, uh, so I've got to do it. Uncle Drew's being bent. Um, also, uh, it's Ted Cruz That's talking Ted Cruz. about Kyrie Irving. Um, um, uh, also, here, here is a very depressing promo this guy DeAndre Ayton made earlier this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be like a wrestling promo where he's like talking about how he's his name is DeAndre Ayton, right? So he's calling himself Dominating in it. No. But uh, he sounds depressed. Um, here we go. We are back for revenge. This is not a play play thing. This is a PSA announcement to all the people in the valley. Dominating out. Is that, yeah. Caitlin, you've done your fair share of wrestling, actually. <laughs> Have you ever heard a wrestling <laughs> promo cut with such little energy? With that kind of heat, with that kind of fire, the passion behind the words, behind every syllable, drawing you in the mat face to the canvas. Dominating no. out. Dominate and stuff. <laughs> Man's not well. He's crying for help. He's asking us to help him. Anyway, this is gonna be a really good game, though. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna play great. Yeah, and they're they're like a fun combination. Uh, the game's in Denver, right? Uh, yes, yes. So it's a mile a mile high. The altitude part of it's pretty fun. Fair call. Phoenix is also way up there, so they'll yeah. be all right. We should also say, say the the Suns should be flying right now too because uh, their racist owner was just forced to sell the team this week mm-hmm. to a non-racist yeah. man. Yeah, that's a, a nice start. That's a good turning of a yeah. corner. I think. I'm sure we'll find out some terrible things about the new guy, but so <laughs> far he. Again, he's rich. He bought a basketball team. There's horrible things. He literally runs a mortgage company. It can't be good. Oh, yeah, okay. But it's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, clearly something bad's going on. But, but like, 
He's replacing the worst guy. I definitely look for a lot of stuff like that. And it's kind of like, I'm sure they're terrible in different ways, but at least it's like, it's kind of fun to have brothers. Like the guy was a bench warmer on a national championship team. Uh, Like, I don't know. Oh, and he has a hilarious thing that's happening with this new owner is uh, so the Cleveland Cavaliers are owned by the company uh, that owns Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. Great. And it's just real estate. Pick it up. And so uh, both of the both that and this guy's company are based in Detroit. And this guy basically started a crazy mortgage brokerage feud because he refused to work with any lenders who worked with Rocket Mortgage. And then Ooh. like it just turned into this huge deal only in the world of mortgage brokerages going back and forth about this. And what eventually happened is some third party guy released this story about how the wife of an executive at rocket mortgage had a sexual encounter with the new Phoenix sun's owner in college at Michigan state. Like, but not like, not like a scandalous one. It was just like, Hey, you know, this guy's wife blew him when he was 20. And like, <laughs> like and it's mortgage brokerages. It's like, it's like not even a business. I completely even understand what's happening. I have and, one and I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like giving discount mortgage brokerage services and like blowing up. So I'm sure, I'm sure the turn will happen. I'm sure the scandal will happen but also it's very weird that there's like three nba owners based in detroit mm-hmm. it seems like it seems like there there's some scam you know what i mean uh, like, yeah um anyway the PSA suns announced- are easy constellation wise because there's phoenix and then there's also the sun right and you can really make fun. that any star lot most stars have planets most stars are our solar oh. systems. So one final thing, uh, the Nuggets coach, that sound means we're almost out of time. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a great sound. I know it, it could have come from my house too. It could have come from was, any of us, honestly. That was Sadie the dog. I'm currently also watching Junebug, the Bernadoodle, Snuggles Muffin. Uh, I was dog saying last week. Uh, nice. A lot of fun going on. I'm about to get a dog, Caitlin. Well done. In what, about a, way in to about go. a month and a half. Uh, it's, the best it's already been I've named. Ever made. Do it. It's going to be named Pinot Noir. So. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Sight unseen, which is risky, but you know. Oh, you'll, if it was fit. a boy dog, it would have been Draymond. The our but. dog wound up Major Margaret Hotlips Houlihan. It was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, it was Kelly saying, know. I have to get this name that's not it out of my head before I can come up with a new name. And she said it, and it was it. It was just yeah. done. That our dog's <laughs> uh, um, I said so my that, dog's name yeah. as a joke, and then she looked at us, and it was yeah. like, oh, I guess we have to name our dog this. She wasn't <laughs> responding to any other dog names. <laughs> if listeners aren't familiar, Joey's dog is named Corn Pop, named after mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the man bad who dude. Fought, yeah, the bad dude who Joe <laughs> Biden fought outside that Vanquished with a chain outside yeah. of bad, Wilmington, bad dude. Delaware. Aware. Uh uh oh yeah the Nuggets coach Michael Michael Malone is uh an insane exerciser. Okay. And uh when so NBA teams were confi- confined during the COVID bubble yeah. uh-huh. to this resort at Walt right. Disney World, and they had like a a long track that kind of went along a pond, and the players would like go outside and walk there. Mike Malone, Michael Malone would ride his bicycle 
at top speed around the track. And like every time he finished a lap, he would throw the bicycle to the side and like emphatically do 25 pushups and then get going. And everyone thought he was insane. Mm-hmm. He also, everyone thought he was bald at the beginning of his career because his haircut was so short. Mm-hmm. And then like five years into being a head coach during COVID, he didn't get a haircut. And everyone was like, you have a full head of hair. What are you doing? <laughs> like, like he's not losing his hair at all. Um, very handsome. While man. we're talking he's about, busy. while we're talking about coaches, we should also mention the son's coach. Uh, seems just like the nicest man alive. Um, mm-hmm. There are multiple videos of him like comforting people after while they're grieving. Everybody loves him. He just seems like the best. So it's like a psycho versus the most empathetic man alive. Yeah, he like almost nice. made when he lost in the NBA finals to uh, Giannis's team. Mm-hmm. He went over to the other locker room to congratulate them and the players were almost crying at how nice his speech was like <laughs> didn't even work for the team just yeah. uh yeah class act you know yeah. zenia Zeus yeah. zenia. <laughs> yeah. it's all about all right i i think this is our episode caitlin thank you so much for doing thank this you so again. much this thank is every always, year. always a delight i'm Here not going to watch basketball but if i was at a christmas with either of you you could convince me to and i wish power to all of those of you out there who yeah. wish to to incite a disinterested family member into watching some games you can do it now you caitlin do it. i do yes. want to ask you if you were mm-hmm. going to before to watch one of these games Uh-oh, okay, which right. one would you most like to watch oh good call. Uh, it's that uh uh the one with the shoot the um the Greek man. I like the tall Greek man. Oh, oh yeah. Bucks Celtics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Bucks. Oh, wait. Uh, but I also like the Grizzlies. I think I want to watch the Grizzlies one. Yeah. I I'm think that's, less interested yeah. in the Celtics than I am in the Grizzlies. So yeah, I'm leaning yeah. toward the Grizzlies game. Who are they playing again? I'm sorry. The Warriors. Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah. Oh, and I just like, you know, the Warriors out of some, some Bay fondness. You the actually nice know some totally of those players disengaged too. about sports yeah. is that you are also disengaged from the outcome. So oh, yeah. like, even when they lose, it's just like, look at them playing the game. <laughs> like there's still some just residual joy. They're doing it. They're basketballing. <laughs> I love it. Caitlin, plug your t-shirt company and your podcast.com is awesome. Um, Sarah Schaefer's shakedown is shaking. Uh, I occasionally stop by, but uh, find my episodes and check her out everywhere. She's the best. And my own t-shirts are available to you at guaranteeshirts.com. I, yeah, I always appreciate people grabbing teas and I hope that you like and love them. Uh, at robot Caitlin on Twitter. Uh, robot Caitlin, although uh, I post nothing, I will look at what you post. So go ahead and, and <laughs> give me yeah. something to look at. Um, um, yeah, I really, uh, yeah. Desert Hideaway, y'all. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm on the compound waiting for it all yeah. to crumble. So when you really need someone with a well, remember me. Uh, Sean, anything you want to plug? Yeah, uh, I was on the broadcast this week with Matt Lieb and Vince Mancini talking about Nepo babies. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be at the recently reopened Rooster Tea Feathers the first weekend wow. in January. Can you believe it? It's been closed for so long. What's uh, the lineup, Sean? I am there with Joe Zimmerman. Okay, all right. I, I like I like him. He's funny. Yeah. Um, and then you can read me, Golden State of Mind, 
Yardbarkers NBA section and Giants Baseball Insider, where I have some salty things to say about <laughs> the Giants failing to sign Carlos Correa. How did you feel about those stories that came out today, Sean, about the Giants? Uh, I, I mean, I did completely expect it. So, so, Caitlin, what happened is they the Giants signed a top free agent to a very large long-term uh, deal and then clearly um, – backed out of it at the very last minute to the point where <laughs> the player was waiting in the hotel, like in a suit with like six with family, family members. members. And then He'd the giant shopping for houses in the Bay area. Yeah. An hour before it was like a week after they announced the signing, they completely screwed him uh, because you know, like other people are signing at right. that time. So they cost him like millions of dollars and uh, $35 clearly... million dollars actually is yeah. what yeah. they cost him. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, they uh, like just changed their mind and then claimed there was something wrong with his physical, which I mean, is a lie. Rude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. another another team signed him like within five hours or something like that. So it was uh, clearly not that big a concern. And uh, long five hours. Yeah, it's yeah. rough. It's rough. So the Giants basically uh, didn't really sign anybody this year. They weren't that good. So, uh, uh, and they screwed a guy over. All right. Um, yeah. As for me, <laughs> uh, you can follow, always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where yeah. on December 18th, I tweeted, my middle name is not James. I literally do not have a middle name. I'm Francisco Muniz the fourth. Can someone update dumbass Wikipedia? In my opinion, there's way more misinformation on at Wikipedia than there is on Twitter. Wow. I mean. Uh, Frankie, has anybody told him that he, that he, he can. <laughs> yeah, that's actually just people's not encyclopedias. To, Literally, to you can go. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, uh, trust the would, process. Oh, go oh, ahead. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, let's play. Let's play the all I want for Christmas is Lucas song. Okay, great. We'll do that. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, yeah, do that. Sh- shut it down. <laughs> we'll see you in the new year. We love you very Yay. much. Everybody have a happy winter solstice holiday of your choosing. Bye. Thank you so much. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one player I need. I don't care about the Latvians who practices misogyny. All I want is the best rookie. Sweeter Jay than Santa's cookies. The one makes me want to puke All I want for Christmas is Luca. I don't need trade acquisitions. My guy scores a lot of points. I don't care about gore on drudges. I just want healthy ankle joints. I don't need a Christmas day game No Mark Jackson or Mike Breen 
Delon Rye won't make me happy unless he's with my young Slovene. I'm just burning a Yule log, serving fruit bread and dried cod. The Selbo's itch to you, baby. All I want for Christmas is Luga, baby. I won't whine about free agents No one wants to play with us Mark Cuban can even do stand-up He won't be worse than Genie Bus I won't hassle him about treatment I know it's a lot of work I won't make him film a promo We've still got hundreds starring dirt Cause I just want him on the court even in those ugly shorts A jersey stink like tuna Baby, all I want for Christmas Is Luca Baby All the guys are shooting Erratically from everywhere They broke Milwaukee's win streak And I don't even care and everyone's rehabbing Courtney Lee's a little crabby Carla, won't you bring in The guy who lives a singing Won't you take Luca Off a minute's limit quickly I don't care about analytics P-E-R or R-P-M I just want to see a slam dunk From my European friend I want him off the injured list And maybe just a little kiss I bet he tastes like hookah Baby, all I want for Christmas Is Lucas All I want for Christmas Is Luca, Baby all I want for Christmas is Luca, baby. All I want for Christmas is Luca, baby. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.